This is the John Hallett Podcast with John Hallett. It's because the way we're living, we need to change it, make a change today, and all learn from failure. Maybe they just wanted it a little bit more than you. That's probably the fact. And now your host, John Hallett. Hey, I am glad you tuned in today. I'm feeling a little off. Josh did not let me listen to my hype music because as you may know, I'm an introvert and I don't actually like talking. Um, but I really like talking about fitness, martial arts, self-defense, um, but it, I suddenly got to hype myself up. I am not a talker, unlike some people I know. Ooh, um, you, my wife, she, uh, I'm the quiet one, so I like to contemplate uh, and come back on it. Actually, it my head football coach, Vito Capizzo, used to call me a philosopher, and um, Look where I ended up, I guess. <laughs> Very good read of characters. Um, he often told kids uh, they're going to end up on Beer Drinker's Hill. Uh, Has-been loser just drinking Budweiser's on Saturday watching high school football. <laughs> um, he was right a lot about a lot of people. Good man, taught me a lot. Um, very motivating, but that is just a little off because I am not hyped up. Didn't listen to anything, anything to get me hyped up for this show. We're talking black belts, um, becoming a black belt. We've got at least one, maybe two crazy scenarios, uh, happenings that just happened. I don't know, maybe it was, well, that was Friday and you said Saturday. So last weekend that. I think it's always being prepared, people. Um, if you are part of the RMSDF family, sharing this stuff out, telling a friend, it's just amazing to me the amount of people that just don't think they need self-defense and don't think they need to be in shape. And they just don't take care of themselves. I was listening to a Jocko short and he was this doctor saying, like, what should I do? I forget the whole story, but it's just so many times people are in front of me and I'm like, you're 30 pounds overweight. You, you've got to do it. You've got to take care of yourself, for your family, for yourself. It's amazing to me. And be able to defend yourself. Look, you, ever, you have no freaking idea. You know, this is what I do. My wife just told me and I, that uh, I can't do anything about the border. And I'm like, well, I can. I'm doing my small part. I am an armed citizen. If something happens, I'm prepared to do whatever I can. You know, I know we've got a ton of people out there that feel the same way in this country. I mean, there's a lot of people that are just so complacent. They don't think they need a gun. They don't think they need just common self-defense. That's what we do here at RMSDF. The whole gamut, we don't specialize. There's a time for everything in self-defense. And that's what drew me originally to Krabaga was it was good in the circle logo. If you've ever seen the original Kufman, the Krav Maga worldwide logo that was trademarked until they lost the trademark. And, you know, Krav Maga is a lot, uh, a lot of crap out there now. Um, and it was good in and the bad out or the change is out. And that's where what we're evolving to as my journey on black belt up to fourth degree black belt now is what can I do to just keep people safer? And we want to be well-rounded. I'm not specializing. It's where I originally got into CrossFit. They're not specializing. If you're a specialist, the real world is going to punish you because you're specializing in one domain. We want to be well-rounded here. And that's been the evolution of us and adding more and more ground and the citizen defender and adding more you know, clinch, wrestling-based things, grappling things, but it's still with the self-defense aspect of realm, whatever. Um, Sidetrack, looking at Josh's mug there, he's very serious. Um, he's very, very concerned because we are starting a podcast for him and he's going to have to be the show host and I am going to be the producer. Great. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock, you're doing it. You're doing, you're doing three podcasts? This is going to cost you a lot. Uh, <laughs> You're going to be in a hole. Are you? 
<laughs> what are you yeah, talking about? Negative. The <laughs> wife's sitting there like adding the numbers up. And she's like, hmm. <laughs> okay, that's not gonna happen. But that journey to black belt is—it's a long one, and everybody's journey is different. That's you know, I constantly tell people, "You're it's your journey. You're not going to be the same fighter that I am. You have different struggles to get through. Um, you name it." It's really tough. I mean, one of our black belts um, lost his wife this summer. Oh. It, that, you know, and not, he's, you know, just in his mid fifties. Everybody's journey is different. And what we have to go through to get our butt to the gym and train and train some more and train again and get better. Self-defense is, it's always different. And that's where I think some people have this I can never achieve this standard or I'm never going to get in the shape that that person's in. But sometimes if you're like, if you got halfway there, you'd be pretty kick-ass. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to be the fitness model competitor. And especially like she's 20, cut it out, you know, like at 40, like <laughs> give her another 20 years, like do that side, side by side comparison. It is a tough road. And we just have to get on it. I feel like people are weak. Why are you weak? Why are you just, oh, tomorrow? I, I don't understand the mindset. Mm-hmm. I really don't. When Jocko made that short, I'm like, yes. I just feel like having a blank stare, looking at you going, are you serious? You can't put down the freaking cookies. Stop. You've got to stop. you've got to make that lifestyle change. Otherwise you're just crapping out the body that you're in now. I feel like people are tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, it'll be there tomorrow. And uh, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I'm already overweight. What's another pound? I mean, procrastinating. Say that every month and you're 12 pounds heavier. If it's just one pound you gained from that crap that you're putting in your mouth. But, you know, it's the same thing with self-defense. Well, I don't need that. I'm going to do this. Everybody has a plan until they get hit. Everybody has a plan until they get hit. And you've got to be able to adapt and flow through things as a martial artist. You don't know what's going to happen to you. It's going to be different than your training. That's why you have to try to mix it up and evolve through the white to the black belt. There's that big evolution of just being a good training partner. I was on our peaceful warrior. That's our black belt track. Cause I don't like the word black belt club. It's our peaceful warrior project. And we're just trying to be better every day. It's a whole, it's a lifestyle. And I was on that class last week of be a better training partner. Got to give better feedback you've got to keep in context, even something like, uh, we had hostage kneeling on clear sky dot training, um, stuff. I've been trying to get better. If you're on Instagram and Facebook, we're, I'm trying to get a little bit better and post those out before I forget my main, my main focus with the clear sky channel is YouTube, but I'm trying to put some of that stuff on there, but we have like kneeling execution. And I think one of the dumbass comments was great. Now, now, uh, now the bad guy is going to stay away. I'm like, yeah, if he's a real good bad guy, he's not going to get up and close, but it's a threat. And that's where people look at our gun disarms and go, oh, it's not going to happen. Actually, somebody says it's a gunfight. I'm like, that's not a gunfight. That guy has a gun. That's a gun threat. The other guy is kneeling. He does not have a gun. They're not in a gun fight. It's a technique and it's a threat. I'm going to kill you, whatever it was. It was like this morning I was role-playing for some of our red belts going, you know, you'll stay out of my yard or whatever. Don't look at my wife. Like These are scenarios where we have an opportunity to go. If the guy's going to shoot you, you got shot, um, fight's on. Just because you got shot doesn't mean you're dead. And just because you have a gun doesn't mean the other guy's done. That's right. It just frustrates me beyond belief sometimes of 
gun owners not being properly prepared. Well, I have a gun, I'm fine. No, you're not. Come in and fight. Find a integrative defense strategies location. That's our instructor for the firearms. And being a fighter, I got the shirt on, but I'm too low or the camera's too high. Um, don't be a gun fighter. Be a fighter with a gun. Josh, you make me nervous. What? You might break it. Remember what happened last time. You never Josh let me forget. The equipment. <laughs> I know. I'm not going to. So it is. Oops. Now I'm causing havoc. Now you make, don't get causing havoc. Coffee on my computer. If you need a hat, the winter is coming. This is one. Of them. This is an old one. I have my RMSDF hat that is now cleaning up my Americano. And that's the only way to drink coffee. Oh, it's an Americano. What's it like sugar up on that pedestal you're of yours? sugar and cream in it. You're trying to be all sweet. You're just making yourself a soft fighter. Sugar and sweet. Cream, weak fighter. Yeah, Look me, at that. I'm just off the cuff. I'm just curious when you're going to get off that high horse. <laughs> I am up there and I'm fucking rolling. <laughs> I just like giving you shit because you're like, oh, I put cream in my coffee. Oh, yeah, I do. Don't. It's making you a soft fighter. No. So when you put it in there... You don't eat the milk. Milk yes, is for babies. No, milk is for You ever seen pumping iron? Yeah, I, I've heard. I, I Milk is for babies. I drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> I call don't it. Don't put milk in there. Milk is If I'm talking, I'm bringing myself in because you haven't done it yet. Yeah. Milk. I being able to consume milk is an people, evolutionary advantage. If you're on YouTube, I never bring Josh in. Have no. you ever heard me once go, Yeah, Josh, actually. You have twice. Only because you were like coaching me on it. Well, yeah, but now you're just sitting there talking, and then you hear this disembodied voice in the back. I've got to bring myself. All right, I'll go. You want to do it? Here, here, you do the toss. I already set it up. Do the toss. Go. I forget where I was at, Josh. Something about milk and babies. I was about if you need a hat. There we go. If you need a hat for the winter, check out shop.rmsdf.com. We did change that. Um, from our old one, so shop.rmsdf.com, and we still have the Clear Sky hyphen online store. If you want to support the podcast, we've got some great gear. I'm going to be bringing some more suck less gear over to Clear Sky uh, hyphen online, clearsky.training if you want online videos. And there's even a great free portal on there. There's a lot of cool stuff on the free portal that we're constantly trying to build out we'd love to build it out more and more and hire somebody to do more and more but of course right it takes money or powerball we didn't win that ginormous powerball tell me about it so i was like we're moving up to whitefish montana i'll buy josh a house oh, we'll be on the freaking lake we're gonna get it we'll just make podcasts every day we're gonna get a minigun and just play all day maybe we won't be doing a podcast <laughs> no that would be the podcast like we would just start minigunning everything <laughs> going through 10,000 rounds a day oh my gosh i just saw the typical time you're speaking of crazy stories of um, somebody blowing up, oh, what was it? You probably, you're better at this stuff. The Fahrenheit, what is it? Tannerite. Tannerite. And oh my gosh, that refrigerator is flying at the gunman. The guy's behind this, like, looks like a concrete wall, and then it just looks like a recycling. There's just a ton of fridges and yeah. washing machines and all that stuff. And the cameraman must be out, and the, the stuff is hurtling towards him. I'm like, did he die? Right. I'm like, oh my gosh, the shrapnel. It was crazy. Big, big batches create big booms. Little batches create small booms. Just remember that. That's a good rule to follow when you're filling a refrigerator. Yeah. And it doesn't take much tannerite in a closed space to make a really big boom. Like, you can blow a refrigerator up with some tannerite. It's yeah. in there. Only a little bit, but he packed it. Dude. I mean, yeah. he packed it. That thing was a violent explosion. Yeah. It's a ton of fun, but you got to be careful. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason why they stand behind clear shields. Right, and they have something over top that's usually made of steels because it falls on oh, you. Yeah, so it falls down, and it might take a second or two. Would you, could you imagine fall out of the sky. if we were living in Montana and you had a fifty cal rifle? The amount of bullets we'd probably be sending down range on a daily. Yeah, if you hit that ginormous powerball. Uh, oh yeah, like I'd have tens of thousands of fifty. Yeah, if you hit the small powerball. I'll we'll still be on the house in the lake. Yes. I'll just get you a trailer downtown. That's fine. Listen, I, I can live in a small house, too. I only need, like, 200 square feet. Sleep, 
crap shower and shave, right? I mean, that's only need the house. Of course, the wife's house, Josh. I'm just waiting for the wife to text, like, "Where am I going to live?" And that's where I get in trouble. Yeah, because I'd be like, "Don't worry, we'll get you a little trailer too." Yeah, get you a little trailer too. John will buy you a little trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but that road to black belt—it's a journey. It's hard. It took me ten years. It was more of an instructor path. You know, different people in conversations uh, over the years. Is there an instructor black belt and a student black belt? There is. What I kind of go to is there's the doctor that was the top of the class and the bottom, but he still passed. Yeah. He's still a doctor. They're still a doctor. And, and people have to remember that. And then you have to remember the journey. Well, I've got a prosthetic limb. I have to modify whatever. It's your journey and your progression. And, you know, there's a big mental side of that black belt as well. I think I was emphasizing this morning. I'm like, just because you're going fast, you're still able to control your body mm-hmm. and be able to stop it and flow and be able to feel like you can put on the brakes, not hurt somebody. And some people, they just don't have that yet. They don't have that, you know, you must learn control. <laughs> you must have control, grasshopper. But it's a big, it's a big part of it. Yeah. And it's but even in a self-defense system like ours that I think last week we were talking about, you know, the evolution of what RMSDF and Clear Sky, you know, what are we, you know, what are you telling people you're, you know, what's the main focus? I mean, the big um, base of it is Krav Maga, but a lot of it is becoming Citizen Defender. And there was other stuff that was influenced over the years from guys like Jeff Jimmo out there, fantastic guy. And, you know, from, for, uh, MMA and you know he's a Thai you know, Thai boxer, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt, collegiate wrestler, fantastic human being. He's a great guy. Um, Love training with him over the years. So you're like, what? What are we? And you kind of go back to it. It's way in no way. It's it's whatever. It's just it's Rocky Mountain. It's clear sky. We're we're doing whatever it takes to go home. Uh-huh. I just want to be safe. I want to give my students the safest thing. If we're just specializing, then we're just, you know, if you're just doing weapons, if you're just doing gun training, what happens when you need to defend a punch? Uh-huh. And if you're saying, I'm not punching, then you're never defending a punch. Uh-huh. Self-defense is complicated. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't, it doesn't take much. And sometimes, you know, there's that, we don't want to, be injured, but sometimes you're playing contact sport, you know, you're going to take a bump, a bruise, a concussion. Mm-hmm. That stuff sucks, but look at that, like, movement knee is what I'll call it. Like, that I just moving. Uh-huh. It was not an uh-huh. intentional yeah. knee to your head. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, oh, I'm like, oh, shit, sorry, Josh. Yeah. Like, we're just moving. It wasn't a knee strike. Like, oh, you need me oh. in the head. I'm like, I didn't try to We were just going to the ground. Just a knee bump on yeah. the ground. That the way I was moving, the way you moved, your head met my knee. That stuff happens. It's the side effects of combat sports. Or but combat you're like, training. oh, whoa, I'm stunned. Yeah. So you can't discount that a, a hit to the head, a whack in the eyes, yeah. is going to affect you. It's that whole thing like, well, what am I going to do when I get poked in the eye? Yeah. That, that sucks. And the reaction, it, it's going to slow the person down for a second it might piss them off like people yes it might piss them off it might you might kick them in the groin and they might be really pissed off you might punch them Uh that's where you're like you have to be ready for the fight Uh and you know black belts i think sometimes people want to stick to a technique or they're i was saying to uh, like a green belt was working with a brown belt today and look the uma palata might not be working and he's way bigger than you. <laughs> so you need to be yeah, able to flow out of like you might have tried for it, but now the fight's on. If it didn't work or he counters you, where are you going from there? Uh-huh. Like here's an exit. Maybe you're just trying to get away from this dude. Maybe you're just trying to get back into guard to be in a, a safer place. Don't let him get the upper hand. Like, don't force it. Yeah. Let people get 
oh, I'm going to do this Caught right up now. It. Like, I've got the arm bar. And they're going for that arm bar to just to end the world. And you're like, you lost the arm bar. A while ago. You know, whatever. <laughs> Even a second ago. Yeah. You know, 10 seconds ago, you lost that arm bar. And you're still fighting for it and sticking to it. Yeah. It's where... Um, an old student of mine who's still in the martial arts, it's awesome, he's an instructor, still, I'm like, you're getting mad about the first jab I threw in your face. Relax. I punched you now five times and you're still mad about the first, first one. Yeah. You got hit five, you got you to be mad about that one, the next one, the next one. Holy crap. You're just mad in the fight. You got to just relax. Yeah. Who cares? You get all hard. And, just relax. It's not okay. hard to do hit. Just flow. Okay. I got hit and I'm standing. <laughs> Let me just keep playing around. And people get angry. I'm like, I'm not angry. I might get angry at somebody else. Like, what the hell, man? You heard me. Like, but when I'm sparring with somebody, it's more flowing. Yeah. It's not, oh, your eye. Oh, I have intensity in my eyes. Okay. It doesn't mean I'm angry. Yeah. And it, 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 they just don't realize that if you're getting mad during training, imagine what it's going to be like in a real fight. Yeah, you got to be controlled. You would just be out of, you'd be like blind fury. And we've all had the blind fury going red. I'm the last person to be guilty of that one. You know, just going and going and going. The first thing I learned about you is if you hit me, like, great, you got that one. Try to stop the next one. Don't get mad, though. Like, just keep stand. like, don't stand there and get beat up. But at least play back, right? Learn from that one. If they just keep hitting you with the same jab, maybe think about putting something up or getting a yeah, defense in Especially if you're training at an appropriate speed. It's one thing when somebody all of a sudden goes 100 miles an hour at you and you were like, hey, we're training at 20 miles an hour today. Yeah. And I think that's where it gets confusing for people too of like, oh, I can go fast, but I can still hit light. Yeah. It's, that takes a lot of control and a lot of time. Yeah. You know, one one little trick there is keep your hand loose in your in your gloves. You know, if you're sparring with 16 ounce gloves, keep your hands loose. Don't make a rock fist. Hey, we're just going 20% and you're not hitting as hard with that rock fist. It, it takes time. And a lot of times people don't want to take the time to devote to whatever it is to become, I hate the word master. I don't think I've mastered yeah. anything. Proficient. Yeah, proficient. Proficient. You know, re or, or you want to become a black belt. <laughs> it's yeah. going to take reps. And that's where I think you say, like, oh, they're a little nervous. And I always, I'm like, I think they, I don't know, maybe they could have been training more. Yeah. I always said, I'm like, I, that's what I think. And it, that's why it took me 10 years. You know, there was injuries and other things. I wasn't in a rush. A lot of times people are chasing the belt. Yeah. That they're like, okay, next belt, next belt, next belt. I was not chasing the belt. Did I want to get higher? Absolutely. Did I see people get ahead of me? Absolutely. And I'm like, I want to be the best I can be in that test. Mm -hmm. You know, and that was even, you know, around blue belts that I want the instruct, I want to have the respect of the instructor and not just be one of the crowd. Mm -hmm. I wanted to stand out, so I took extra time. You got plenty of, well, I mean, you might die, but yeah. hey, I'm on this journey to be the best that I can be. Yeah. I want to be a warrior that can protect my family the best I can. And it took time. You know, I kind of like it to a car that's driving really fast or really slow. Like if you're driving really fast and you look out the window on the highway, you see everything, but it goes by really quick, right? Yeah. So the detail isn't there. But if you're driving really slow, you can watch everything go past you, right? And that's the different. That's why you need to slow down in martial arts because you need to see the journey as you go through it. Because you can blaze through all the belts. Yeah, I've know. seen people do it at other gyms, other places. But it's that journey, seeing the details yeah, as you go along. You're a very immature black belt, or yeah, you know, somebody was just telling me a story of uh, sparring with two. I'm like, they don't sound like BJJ black belts to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, that they were like, they're kind of. I'm like, it sounds like they're out of control against a white belt. And that's, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, there's quality in everything, people. Like, there's a spectrum on everything we do as human beings. You know, there's good and there's bad. But I want to be really good. I wanted the respect. I think they all blend together a bit. But two on one, you know, it's hit and move. Yeah. 
you know, yes, people run. And I was listening to um, somebody on YouTube and, you know, just run. Well, absolutely. That is at two on one. The odds are really bad. Yeah. <laughs> just run. But what if I need to avoid? What if I'm in a restaurant? Yeah. We practice that stuff at RMSDF. We're Every doing day. that stuff. Yep. That's our brand, like Clear Sky. I'm not going to say, ah, just run. I might need fight tactics and I might need a kick here or there. And if you don't practice a kick, okay, great. You didn't. You might have needed that tool. You might, sure. as I, ah, you say it all the time. It's going to suck if you're going to Home Depot to rent that tool. Uh -huh. If you're doing that job and you price that job, Oh, you just lost an hour going to Home Depot or uh -huh. longer because you don't have the tool for the job in your toolbox. That's what we want at RMSDF. And you can discount it and say, I'm going to run, but I might have to avoid and I might need a freaking sidekick. Uh -huh. There's that percentage. And if you deny it and say, I don't need to practice kicking, I don't need to practice avoiding people and practice that little microcosm that I might need for a second. You know, what we're doing here, when people look at a clip, we're training one aspect of the fight. Yes, they should have run, but that sprint day, I hate sprint day. I'd rather do 365 burpees than do 10 100-meter sprints. <laughs> I mean, they both gonna, sound rough there. We're going to do it. Go and chin. We're going to do it, and then <sighs> I'll let you go. <sighs> yeah, John, let's do 365 burpees again. Yeah. <sighs> um, 10 100 meter sprints is, I think, that would be that'd that be a lot of with work. like a minute, even a two minute rest in between. That you can be sucking so hard, yeah. And especially if you are sprinting, and again, you need to be in shape, people. Yeah. Don't go out and do this if you're not in shape. You're gonna freaking hurt yourself. You're gonna pull a muscle. You're not ready for that. And well, that's where you're like, oh, okay, you're gonna sprint, and you never sprint. Oh, you blew a hammy. Yeah. Like you might get hurt running because you don't have athleticism. You're like, I'm just going to run. And you don't have. <laughs> Scale back if you just started. Don't worry. And have that. Yeah. You need to be prepared, people. I don't understand it. You could be at a rave and, oh, there's dudes dropping in. Mm -hmm. Like be prepared. Yeah. At least, at least you're running. Like, shit. I mean, in that scenario, run. Yeah, I would have. I have get no your problem ass out of there. And get yourself to your weapon and get back in the fight. Help some people. Like the number one thing I've learned, well, and all the stuff I'm looking for, for you is if you can get out of the situation, you go. Get out of there. I go. Mean, maybe I need to protect my family. Yeah. And that's number one. You know, yeah. yeah. Maybe you're just getting out of there and going. I'm gonna find my family. Yeah. Or you going? It's about. I can go back and help those people that are getting gunned down. Yeah. I mean, there's pure evil in the world, and. Unfortunately, the only way to deal with that is with violence. Yeah. Because otherwise, they will overrun you. They'll they'll just keep doing it, and they'll and if you don't do anything, they will win, right? Yeah. You have to keep fighting back so they it's don't. That win. whole. I mean, too bad Bill's not here, but you know, the Ten Commandments say, "Do not kill," and it's really "Do not murder." murder. Right. It's a very like, different. It's very different. Yeah. Because. We kill to eat. We have to. And, and God told us, you know, take of every herb-bearing seed and the beasts of the land, right? I mean, it, it says in there, these are yours to take and be responsible with them, right? But it says, do not murder, because killing for food is, is part of being human, right? But murdering for fun, murder is done because you made the choice you want to kill, and you might enjoy it, right? Yeah. So that, that it's a very big difference. And everybody's like, you're, you're Christians. There's no way that you're allowed to do this stuff. And I'm like, well, even God gave the angels swords. So yeah. and weapons. It's yeah. Where people occasionally haven't had that in a while. Like I will defend my life. And in an instant, that other person could kill me if that was their intent. Yeah. And that's where, you know, being appropriate. So we are following the law. That's another big aspect that we're constantly trying to remind our students, like, and even our kids, like, don't become the bully. Mm -hmm. When you can escape, get out of there. Yeah. Just get away from the danger. Don't turn into the bully and beat them, beat them down. Run, run, run. Like, escape is huge. Don't get this giant idea where your ego says, I have to go there and win it. And no, just get away. Because the longer you stay in the fight, the more pieces of you get hurt. Yeah. We see that every day when we train. If I stay in too long, 
you've, you've got, you hit me with knives or something, right? When you, and then you turn around and say, Josh, why didn't you just run? Why didn't you just disengage? Yeah. And it just doesn't like, yeah. I'm still learning that. Right. I mean, it, it's a lifelong process. Yeah. It's kind of back to, I think we got sidetracked of my wife saying, who's now listening to the podcast again. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love her. Um, I can't do anything about the border. And some of the stuff you listen to, it re- I really, I sleep like a 50 year old guy. I would say I sleep like a baby, but I don't. Yeah. I sleep like I'm 50, almost two. I'm not stressed out. Like, I felt like maybe you're like, man, they've been, I'm like, they've been coming over the border for years. And yes, there could be a freaking selling Castle Rock. Oh yeah. Of Hamas. There's, I mean, I think that I was listening to Sean Ryan. I didn't know if they were like 1.2, you know, some crazy number of people that have come across the border of, what do they call it? Speculative origin or something like that. Yeah. Like, and they're like, we're not sure where we came from. But I'm like, I'm just prepared. I'm happy. But I'm not going to go out like a punk. Mm-hmm. Wherever that song is, I was like, I'm going out like no punk, bitch. I came to get down. I came to get down. I'm a protector. That I am not going to go out and go. It's even we're talking about, yes, if you're on the ground, execution. If they were just going to shoot you, they were just going to shoot you. But if they're going to execute you for the camera, for whatever, and we know that just happened, mm-hmm. I don't want to watch, like, it'll just make me mad um, of things going on. Because I think you're pure evil. Well, there's one. But you have a chance. And if I feel like I'm going to die, I'm going to do something. That's like the kids that we get. You know, I'm going to do something. I ask our kids, the kids that we get in, and you propose that question, especially to our TNT, tweens and teens, of what what do you want? Are you just going to let them kill you? Would you like to try? Yeah. Every kid we have in is like, I'd like to try. Right. I'm about to die. I'm going to try. And that's what we said. So many people on YouTube are like, you're going to die. No crap, you dumbass. You're the one right. <laughs> that has no skill and you're just saying you're going to die. So I why try? Shot. No, I'm going to try. I'll die trying. Yeah, I want a shot, right? Because what if the shot works and I live? That's the yeah. alternative, right? I mean, you can still get shot and, and live. People try yeah. to commit suicide and they live. You yeah. flinch and you still live. It, it, it's shocking how often you live in a uh, scenario where you have a perforation. Well, meaning you've been shot, right? I mean, it the the likelihood of surviving a gunshot is far greater than that of a knife. You know, yeah. it, it. I want a shot. I want a, that one opportunity to maybe do something. And if I die on the way out, I tried. Yeah. Right. So. It's, you know, the border, be prepared. And we have to speak out about these things. I think, you know, I was like, you know, the border and our national security, I think Big Pharma is ridiculous. we got to get those TV commercials off. Like, we need to do that. As a society, people just think the easy button was a short that I did for our MSDF. We've got to get these off. It's ridiculous. Everybody thinks they need a freaking pill. Get outside in the sunshine and walk. Cut it out. Big Pharma, we're not going to get started on it. We're not going to get started on it, but get them off. I'm on that. Like, speak out. We need to get together, people. This isn't a political issue. This isn't get it off. This is about money. And Big Pharma supporting campaigns. And supporting the media. It's ridiculous. We do not, like, everybody thinks they need a freaking drug. How about you put down the donut, dumbass, and you get it and walk around your freaking neighborhood and do something. Just get up and like I, At this point, I'm like, I say I'm old and grumpy. I'm like, yeah, you're being a dumbass. You're hurting my feelings. No, you're a dumbass because you're putting crap into your mouth. And you know better. You're a smart human being, but you're just being weak. What happened to America? What happened to the my grandfather's generation? And people are just like, cut it out. Read the comfort crisis. There's a t- yeah. stop it. Stop. Stop putting sugar in your coffee. Just stop. 
you're destroying yourself. Tell you like, I'm a dumbass. That's where I'm at with people. If not, just blank stare. Like, what should I do? Get out of bed. Yeah. Do something. Come I'm in tired. Start Krav Maga. I'm tired. Oh, don't don't fat shame me. Uh, your health is going to be a whole lot freaking better. You're not going to need so many freaking drugs. Yeah. Like there are some really worthwhile things out there. Don't get me wrong, people. And there are vaccines that are, there's very some very good right. things yeah. that have come out of science. But there's also let's just I love to say it's 50-50. and I you know I don't like those odds. Of things being bad for me. Yeah. And the other one, you know, it's the school system, education. We need to speak out. They just educate the kids. Stop indoctrinating them. Yeah. And then this whole crap of zero tolerance. If I stand up for myself, I'm like, I just, it just makes me want to take these people, the school committees, Anybody that feels like zero tolerance, oh, really? Oh, really? Because now I'm going to bully you. Yeah. And you, zero tolerance, buddy. Do not fight back. Zero tolerance. It's different when I was a kid. I got no fight. Do you think that principal, do you think that school committee person, whoever they are, are going to fight for their life? No. I do. You but there's zero tolerance now. Oh there's zero tolerance, John. Like, you won't do it. I've had a woman tell don't me she's going to kill me. No, they will fight back. They are hypocrites. Ooh. Because they will fight back. Yeah. It's human nature to defend themselves. I mean, yeah, you might get the person that freezes, yada, yada, people. Yeah, but you're going to want to survive. Yeah. People, it's, it's as a whole, you're, they're going to fight back. But, hey, you kid, you fought back, zero tolerance, you're out for two weeks or whatever their punishment is. Yeah. I defended myself? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's teaching them not politicians, to. politicians, whoever says that, I'm like, take away your armed security. Yeah, and let's see how do that you, do, Yeah, let's, let's have you have no security. They're hypocrites. Done with you. I'm done. You want to get to... Uh, yeah, yeah. That was a good rant. I like that one out of you. you know, I, I was playing know. devil's advocate on that a little bit. Like, yeah, they're not going to protect themselves. Yeah, you're you're like, in there. Yeah. yeah, if you see his face, that's what I'm like. So, uh, there is a big black belt test coming up. Yeah, don't even show up. You guys are all failing. Let's not start there. <laughs> Let's start with... Is there anything that you can give your... Well, students? you're walking to the door. You're is failing, there? so you got to pass. You're walking in the door. Is there anything? You just walked in the door. Is there anything you you're not passing? That is going to help them at their test this weekend. It's uh, John Whitman has a shirt for Pramaga Alliance yeah. that I like a lot. It's fantastic. And I might quote it wrong. Sorry, John. Off the top of my head, it's basically like, now oh, crap. Now I'm going to blame Come on. You got to go. But um, they didn't give me this black belt. I had to go and take it. Oh, I love it. Like yeah. I had to go and take it. Yeah. They didn't give it to me. I didn't just walk in the door and be like, here I am right. ready for my second degree. No, freaking prove it. I don't know. Now I'm on a rant. Now I'm like, yeah, now you're all fired up. Now I'm like, you're failing. Cause I was kind of hoping the students would listen like, to this before the test. And then it's 30 minutes in to remind them that this is where John's saying, these are the things you need to know. And here he is setting up like, you're all going down. <laughs> You better prove it. Yeah. You better have the flow. You you have to be the black belt. Yeah. You have to. You have to be ready to flow. I'm like, just come and do it. You need to do your stuff. I told two red belts, just bring your stuff. Yeah. Bring your best game. Relax. Don't think. Don't think. You should be of the flow. Black belt, there should be no conscious thought that those techniques are there. And it's uh, not okay. this. It's there. You've done it so many times, you don't have to think about it. Mm -hmm. You've done the mapping. You've done slow training. You've done resistance training with that person fighting you back. Mm -hmm. It's got to be of the flow without conscious thought. That makes a lot of sense. And I'm not thinking, I'm not thinking. Yeah. You know, that's, I say that to myself a ton before whatever it is. Don't think, don't think, don't think, just go. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Don't think. Um, is one of my favorite mantras. You know, my other one is live or die. Yeah. That 
Um, I've been saying that one and it's, you know, I have up on my screensaver um, with, a, you know, I've got kind of this collage of stuff that means things to me, but I recently changed it, felt like I put Momente Mori, like oh. you are going to die. And my wife, one of her friends got that tattooed on her and she said, now you're on this bandwagon. I'm like, uh, well, there's a lot. I'm like, I didn't join her bandwagon. Right. This bandwagon's been on here for a while. Been, the Stoics have been out there for a while, but I'm like, I've been saying live or die a ton. And I think that's very, they're very similar. Like you're going to die. And I'm like, live or die. You have that choice. So just go, just live. Just be in the moment when you're sparring. Live or die. Okay. Die. All right. It means I'm amped up and I'm giving up. You know, live, just live, just go, just flow, just live, just try your best. You're going to get punched. You're going to get tapped out. And just because somebody destroyed my arm doesn't mean the fight is over. No. Um, they're still fighting for their life. And it, okay, now you're limited. Right. Ooh, and now we might get into that. What am I justified in doing to you? Because you snapped my arm in that. Yeah. In that fight. And if but, you're like a wounded animal fights even more fierce. Yeah. Like, you know, hurt. And it's, they, they changes the level of aggression and intensity, you know, especially yeah. when they're hurt. So, so what are you going to, that's, you know, what about like train more, just float. Don't think you should have the techniques. And just because you went for the technique doesn't mean it's going to work. And that person's not going to react and do something else. And that's where your techniques need to blend together. Mm. All that slow training, those little pictures in the fight, you're like, whoa, I was in headlock, but now I'm in a bear hug. Now I'm in this. Mm. I need to be able to flow. Oh, now they're throwing a punch. Oh, now they're going for a takedown. It all has to flow. You have to have trained and trained and trained mm. again. Do you, so, do you look for a lot of control too on your higher level belts when those techniques come up? Because, you know, me being a lower level person, like, uh, you know, the amount of smoothness isn't there. So yeah, everything's choppy. Yeah. So you're and looking for smooth too? I yeah. Mean, they need to like execute technique. There's something like technique out of it. Stop muscling it out. You know, like. You tell me that one a lot too. Stop muscling, muscling out of it. Technique out of it. Same match. Oh, that guy will ask him, hey, slow down. I just like, um, we're spending more time with my red belts today, but we had like four or five sections of kind of partners and belts today. And I looked across there's two, I guess, I think they were both brown belts. I'm like, whoa, slow down. Well, he, I'm like, then tell him right. to relax. He's muscling. There's no reason for you to muscle through. I think he was going for a Kimura. There's no reason for you to muscle through the Kimura. You're just, just tell him to relax. Like, hey, whoa, slow down. Let's not get into this. Who's going to win? Because yeah. one of you's losing. And if the person in the Kimura loses, now we have an injury that sucks. Yeah. Let, it's better to let somebody out of it because they're being a spaz than to prove to them that I can hurt them. Because now they're hurt. Yeah. Now that's not good for anybody. No. That's not the type of gym I want. I'm like, you're okay. And you know, people are getting you're seeing a ton of people getting hurt in your gym. That's not a good thing. No. Injuries are gonna happen. Don't give it like injuries are gonna happen. But you got a lot of people getting hurt. Like, settle down. Do you really like check your ego? Do I really need to snap this guy's arm because he's struggling? Well, maybe he's a green belt. Whatever belt yeah. doesn't matter. Maybe he's a crappy black belt. Then he's a crappy black belt. Do you really need to prove that to injure him? Yeah, it's not the street. No, it's we're not a train. It's not a okay. Winter stand. It's not a tournament. Whatever. It's not. I was telling the kids. I'm like. Hey, settle down. You know, we're not fighting for money here. You know, maybe if there's money on the line that you're, we're going up hot, we're just playing around. If you guys all want to bring in 25 bucks, 50 bucks, and the winner takes the pot, then by all means, like, give it a shot. This is now, it's different. Now it's, you're under the lights at the UFC. Money's on the line. Who cares? And you're fighting for a sport, right? You're like fighting go for... as fast as you can and, right. Win. and snap that guy's arm. Yeah. Do whatever. I mean, that's where you're like, well, I'm going to gouge you in the eyes in a street fight. That sucks. Getting a little wacky. I mean, never mind a full on. I would say that's like one of the freaking fastest I've ever hit the ground is somebody freaking throwing an accidental eye strike on me. Oh, my gosh. And I was on the ground before I knew what hit me. 
Yeah, elbows and yeah. knees will send you to the emergency room, especially when they're unintended. <laughs> you know what I mean? You There's an elbow that this morning we're training and it came up over the top and I saw it coming because if I hadn't have gotten out of the way and you were just moving, if I had stayed where I was at, you would I would probably have been one of those Josh has got a bell rung situation, right? Yeah. So be a good training partner is really what he's saying. So what do they need to do physiologically before? Like good hydration, eat. I mean, do you want come, people coming in with an empty belly? Before a test, I mean, I don't care what you do. <laughs> you, you don't want somebody throwing up on the mat, though, right? Uh, we have a policy here: if you make the mess, you clean it up. So, has somebody thrown up during a test before? Probably <laughs> in the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. I'm not. I don't know what's going on in there. I mean, you can have some like some really tough stuff yeah. going on. Um, was it a first degree test? I think uh, my friend Troy's. I think that I think he was throwing up and might have had diarrhea. Sounds like it a lot going on. I can't remember what he said to me, but yeah, like it, it was an intent. I'm like, I am not doing a private test because it makes up for in length with a shorter and it's more intense because it's just you. Yeah. And that's what you said. How long is it going to take? I'm like, I, you don't you know, know, I think I have nine people, you know, you have 15. If you have three, that test, you you can get through it because you have to grade everybody and watch everybody. So maybe it's more of an intense test because it's short and you just boom and you're not getting the rest. And yeah. Like I had a test that I was like head butting the wall, just trying to stay my head mentally focused. And it wasn't hard, but I was just like, like fight, fight, fight. Cause you wanted just to relax. You wanted it had been like six or seven hours and you're just like, Okay, let's get there. Let's get there. Now they're judging um, another section of belt levels. Uh-huh. I think it was. I think it was a second degree test, maybe. And like first, you guys going for first degree were getting judged on something. You just going through um, something. You just wanted one and done. So you're just watching each individual once, and then we're done. And it wasn't a big group thing of everybody's training something. It's like I just want to see one of these, Josh. Just one. Uh-huh. And now if you have two, you're like, ooh, <laughs> it might have failed. <laughs> um, so there's some pressure. It's one and done. But you're standing there. Like, oh, I'm just staying in the fight. You're just tired. And you just yeah. want to stop. So I'm just trying to keep myself going. But, yeah, you know, of course, it's all the smart things. If, if, at, if at black belt, you don't know to get plenty of rest and hydrate, good for yeah. you. Yeah. Like you're gonna cramp up and you're gonna die. Right. You're not smart enough. I mean, some of this I'm like, you're like, what? You want to? I'm like, you better know hydrate and get a good night's sleep. Oh, you might not sleep. That's especially the night before. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's been plenty of tests. Think about you're that. Just yeah. Up and you're you're there. Just people wait. do that in combat, right? I mean, I was just listening to John Lovell. Then like we were up all night because it was so freaking cold up in the mountains. Stuff's gonna happen. I, you know, sleep all that great. So you bet. Hopefully, you're getting good sleep leading up to it. Yeah. Can you go into combat with zero sleep? Absolutely. It's kind of part of it. You know, try to. Or we take an ambient with a six o'clock test start date. <laughs> that would be right. Like you. Gonna be some weird know. stuff there. <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, but, the, those sort of things. You always worry about like the nerves would be the other thing, and I'm sure you see a lot of nerves pop up, like. They're an A student. They're doing great in training. Then the test day hits, and then you're like, "What's going on?" Right? Yeah. And the live knife is very. I mean, it's nerve wracking, and then like you know, a straight stab is coming at you. I'm like, guys, relax. We're, it's relax. You need to be smooth here. Mm-hmm. You're all choppy, and uh, you need to relax and be able to flow through it. And it's just a stab and a recoil. Mm-hmm. It's not a something stupid. You know, but you need to face that live blade and feel a live blade coming at you. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're control, if you're freaking out, I've seen people like do go for a bad hit. Like you're just not in a good spot and you're trying to rush to the takeaway. Mm-hmm. It's going to be there. You're rushing. Mm-hmm. When it presents you know, itself. Like, ah! You're like, slow it down. Try to be smooth through there. And someone told me once, don't try to take something, wait for it to show up and then accept it. Yeah. Like, especially on a throw or any one of those things, just look for it and wait to accept it as a gift because you can't take it. Yeah. Most you're of the time, forcing a technique yeah. and you don't have it. So, 
But, you know, we've got a little more, but I think we uh, my coffee is done. So let's get to tell this. this crazy story. All right. So, and this is crazy story hour. Um, so we train with knives and pistols and all kinds of stuff here at uh, RMSDF. And uh, my loved one, I'll say, all right, it was my dad was sharing a story with me that he was walking past his mailbox one day and there was a guy that was just trying to plow, get into the mailboxes using a throwing knife. So they yelled at him. Like a lock, like the... Like all those lock boxes, you know, those, those communal lock boxes where you get your mail, right? It's not the farmhouse mailbox. No, because okay. they don't live there. Yeah, they yeah. That, that could have too. Sure, yeah, some people do lock those just because if there's stuff in there. But anyway, he's trying to get in there. My dad yells at him and the guy takes off running and like the genius he is... He chased him for three blocks. Each time the guy turning around and threatening my dad, my dad stopping and then getting distance, and the guy ran away. So and the guy is threatening your dad? Yeah, and he stops three times to say, leave me alone, leave me alone, by pointing a knife at him. And what uh -huh. does my dad do? He backs up, and then as soon as the guy takes off, he chases him again. So first off, it's a bad idea that you chase a guy with a knife who's already gone away. Like, that situation de-escalated. Like, let it go, call the police. So he chases him down to another mailbox where he's doing the exact same thing. Yells at him again, except this time the guy walks towards him. And then he backs up and the guy runs away again. And this happens three times. Three. And my dad felt really, really proud of himself after this. Because there's ego. I scared this guy off. I'm, I'm feeling big. I'm feeling strong. And all I could think about was there was three instances there where you could have lost your life over a mailbox yeah that he didn't get anything from They're so they called him another bill yeah you just got a second like you know you just got a second notice he calls the sheriff they come down and investigate the first thing the sheriff says to him is why'd you chase him and he just said well he was doing bad things like he let this over inflated evolved sense of of righteousness affect common sense with somebody who has a weapon and he didn't have anything. I mean, he doesn't yeah. usually carry. So think about that. Like everyone thinks that I have to be right. And I have to show that, you know, they're, you know, I'm right in this situation, you know, righteousness to be the person who's upholding the law and stuff like that. And that's just not your job. If you're a normal citizen, you're not a cop, just let it go. Yeah, it's not worth it. Even if you were armed and you're like, I'm justified in shooting this guy. He might run at me. It's still better to avoid. Where where's the thing that I just made? Right here. The uh, think about that, John. If he had a firearm, he would have been in a situation where he he would have had to shoot. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it it was all kinds of bad in so many different ways, and I've never seen my dad do anything like that, right? And he's he's an older dude now. Yeah. Like you know, he's, he's like, over sixty-five. Was it, was it like thirty feet, or literally he chased him for three blocks? Like he chased him for three blocks. I when he says three blocks, I believe that because the 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 mailboxes are all. When did was he? He's in pretty good shape. Like he's a runner. Like he he worked for UPS many years. He's okay. like jacked too. I mean, he's built a lot like you, and he can just run, dude. Like he yeah. does the treadmill every day. They're always out on walks. Okay. I mean, he. So he's not this older guy that's not winded. No, no, he just. And the other thing is, is he is in such good shape that I thought, like, mentally he's thinking, I can take him. I'm but in good any shape. second. All it takes is one stab, and it changes your whole life. Yeah. So we got this for the gym. Avoidance. Which way do I need to go? Yeah, right there. Avoidance. We just made that. Uh, Run if you can. up there. You know, get out of there. Even if you're like, why, why, even if you were armed, if that dude just ran. Right. Why do you want to have to go to court? Why do you want to even bother with that stuff? Imagine what his lawyers say. You chased my client down. And he feared, I mean. He feared for his life. I mean, imagine the, the kind of lawyer well, talk. Gotta, yeah, I mean, it's going to be terrible. He had a knife. Well, you're still chasing him. He's saying, stop chasing me. And he did three different times. And, you know, I mean. And he presented the knife each time. Stop chasing me. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a threat back. Yeah. You know, he, he's got that weapon. It's not like he's running and, you know, hey, I was using the knife as a pry bar. And he was. And now if he wasn't threatening and he's just running, he might just instinctively be holding his pry bar that yeah. happens to be a knife and you're chasing him. 
It could be a mess. Why do you want to even get in that mess when you could just go on with your day? And the kicker is this guy's got a long rap sheet and he's known for mental illness. So you've got somebody out there who's already not all there and they've got a weapon or a tool and you're chasing them down. Like the, I, the first thing I thought was, is that my dad could have died over a mailbox. Yeah. Over a Black Hills energy though. It's that it's important just, to you to right. to go. It's like, he sounds a little bit like my wife gets very concerned. And I'm like, the IRS is still going to be there. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. nothing in that mailbox that's worth your life. I don't care what it is. It could be the, the winning Powerball ticket yeah. for all that money. It's not worth it. How are we going to get the whitefish, Josh? You fright, if Listen, you're, winning Powerball you're worth ticket, more to me alive than dead. So. <laughs> Send Josh for it. If it's, the, if it's that billion dollar Powerball, Josh, you'll. Oh, I would, I'd fight somebody over that. Like, do the nail. Like, I would. <laughs> That'd be a fight. <laughs> That's my ticket. <laughs> but it just scared me, man. Like, all I could think of was yeah. this guy who doesn't train martial arts anyway. He's in great shape. I'll give him that. But People do stupid things all the time. Is it? Is it worth it? No, I, I didn't think it was. But they felt good. It was like he was kind of bragging about it. And it's like. You could have died. You could have died. Dad. Was it really worth it? I don't want to lose my dad. Like, that. Having a bill be late, you're like, right. oh, it's affecting my credit score, or or the accountant sent the wrong form, or the IRS hasn't got the, the right form yet, but they already sent a letter, and you're going to stress out about it. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can go to Mexico. All right. All I told him <sighs> next time was, Dad, pull out your form and record what he's doing, and then have Mom dial 911 on her phone. Yeah. Well, That's the best thing to do. Yeah. 911 on your phone. Yeah. And then hit record. You can do both at the same, same time. time. It, but that that was the the scenario, and like all the bad red flags came up in my head. Pursued him. The guy had a weapon. Uh, you stayed in the fight. Yeah, the guy's yeah. fearing. I mean, he also sounded like stop chasing me. Yeah, three separate kids. He anyway. might have been a little scared, but is it worth it? So yeah, there's different things. People that are like it's not worth it. It's are you. Do you have any closing remarks on that? Besides, you're glad your dad's alive. Yeah, it, nothing is worth your life. That's I mean, all it is. I don't care what it is. If somebody's still in your Powerball car. ticket and you were going to be named, then I'd gotten on a. Like, oh yeah, dad, go in there. I'd have, have gotten in the car and started chasing him down, like pop, pop. <laughs> but no, it's nothing's worth your life, man. I, I realize that more and more. Like everything is just stuff, right? At the end of the day, it's just a chair, it's just a car, it's just jewelry, it's just this stuff. I would rather have my dad than anything that he owns. You know, yeah. that's all I'd be left with if he died was just his, like his stuff. I don't want that. I want my dad. Yeah. Unless he had that Powerball ticket and you're like, wait a second. Right. Well, I don't know. I'm, in law, I'm like, I'm his oldest son. So I'm kind of at least banking on 25% of that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's all. You're like, wait a second. All right. Go ahead. That's all. You kind of need that inheritance, dad. <laughs> I'll take that inheritance. You should have said that like. Hey, that sounds like a great way to get me my inheritance early. Yeah, I'm going to use that joke next time I see him. Like, I'm going to drop that on him. Be like, hey, that would be great for right. me. Get all those. Everything's things. all set, though, right? Yeah. Right. It's, it's, all, game, it's all in right? a will, right? I'm get getting the baseball clear. cards, right? <laughs> I just want to be clear, since you're now acting stupid and chasing guys with knives, the will's all set because, you know, if you're going to do something stupid, I, you know, I right. want that right there. But, anyway. um, yeah, that was last just last week, and then Sad. last week at a football game. Yeah, bad call. People are people are mad, and one woman gestures to the crowd, and really specifically, maybe one woman. You all are acting like white trash. Other lady said, "Hey, I'm an adult. I'll do me. You do you. Just leave me alone." So I don't yell at me. Don't call me white trash. So. Kind of long story short, second half, the lower lady in the bleachers is kind of egging her on a whole little oh, bit here. Oh and, you know, I'm watching from um, two or three rows up from the higher woman. And they're kind of throwing back. And I'm, you know, I'm scoping this out. I'm like, oh, well, she's sitting with her 20-something son. He's a friend of a big kid. It also has a gunsmithing of some sort. I'm like, okay, I'm with you. But I'm like, okay, is this dude armed? I don't know. I mean, you might just even just have a knife. 
and you're in bleachers. Like, <laughs> talk about a tough place to, quote, fight. Yeah. But the higher woman at the, you know, kind of the fourth quarter, almost into the fourth quarter, has now had her buttons pushed enough where she probably should have moved away and wasn't worth it. She comes down aggressively, arms out. <sighs> yeah. Um, doesn't lay a hand on her, but comes fairly quickly, as quickly as you can get over bleacher steps at the woman. And now they're going at it, arguing, going. and then the son turns around with this angry face of what that you had just said, like, I've gone red yeah. face crazy and he's grabbing and shaking the stadium chair that he had you know what? like it i was like is he gonna use this yeah and i thought both women were being stupid uh -huh. and i only thought now this lady's being stupid and charged at her she's the aggressor no matter what you could have walked away and avoided this but now she's approaching fast and aggressively you're the aggressor the other lady was just talking trash. Right. But yeah. the son, I thought the son looked like he was going to lunge at her, come at her. So I couldn't, I just couldn't, I I just see this kid going at a woman uh -huh. and now calling her a whore. Oh my gosh. Just like great, like, and other things. And I get in between them and like, hey, whoa, <laughs> don't talk to a woman that way. Calm down, settle down. Don't talk to a woman that way. And he slaps my hands. I don't know how many times I was like, just settle down. The only thing, like, my wife said, well, you were higher than him. I'm like, yeah, we're in bleachers. Um, one or probably, it was probably only one, you know, one bleacher in between us. And I'm like, yeah, I was higher than him. You know, position of dominance. But when he, he slapped at my hand, I just was like... Whoa. Please stop. <laughs> like, I don't want to go hand. I'm just telling you to calm down. I don't want you to hurt this woman was my main concern. Now, as, a, as some of the focus was on me, but yeah, I immediately after, you know, in between him and the woman that I don't think he's going to now freight train this woman potentially with his blind rage that he looked like he was in. And okay, of what he's, he's now hitting me. And slapping my hand away that I'm holding in a passive position, I just gave ground. Like, okay, like settle down. I don't want to go hands on you. And I moved away from him. I got space. I th I had kind of done my job, uh -huh. and I'm like, oh, now this kid's whacking at me. I don't want to go hands on him. I'm gonna now give ground. You know, at this point, there's a dad that I know is behind the kid. And then as I'm giving grounds, um, a deputy from a, a local department uh, here in Colorado comes down and, and I'm like, oh, he's not going to law enforcement, but he immediately calls the kid's name and says, get out of here. And, you know, to find out at the end of the game, he's like, yeah, I've known him since he was a kid. And I was like, oh, besides you look like a Sherman tank, the kid didn't fight you. He yeah. recognized, I know who you are, uh -huh. and respected that. You know, if maybe the other dad or whoever, you know, who knows what that, if the kid yeah. could have gotten a little crazy, because then, I mean, it just turned into it, it the turned dean's into there, evidently some, one of the assistant football coaches' wives, and then she was not on her best behavior, saying something about going to the parking lot with this other woman. A high school girl starts pushing the now aggressor i would call her the higher woman the yeah. one that came down you had the lower woman that you know threw the first snowball yeah. of calling everybody white trash but now like the aggressor is what i would say because that other lady got escorted out or i i can't quite i was like more focused on the sun at that point as being yeah. a threat he's the most immediate threat yeah um, but there's a high school girl now pushing her and it turned into this like 
what it's a scary situation. It's a scary situation because you don't know what that kid's going to do. He could be armed to the teeth or nothing at all, right? Yeah, or just what he could do. Or like, now you're fighting in bleachers. That's a sucky... Just run up and down a bleacher. That's hard enough. Position, but yeah, my wife was very rattled by it. And I'm like, you were just in the stands. You didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. You, you were in the stands. Could we have moved away from that? You know, absolutely. But you're like, that's ah, just people being stupid, right? Yeah. We're all on the same team. But they got carried away. I mean, could we have moved? I didn't really think it was going to go to that. You know, so could we have been safer and moved away? Absolutely. Because either one of those ladies just moved away from yeah. the other lady. Absolutely. When in doubt, but, get out. When in yeah, doubt, get out. I mean... I'm like, but you weren't really caught. You didn't say anything. I'm like, are you mad at me? I'm like, I just couldn't stand there and watch this kid freight train a woman. Yeah, he probably would have. And talk to her that way. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is not a man threatening. Because other people are like, good for him for standing up to his mom. I was kind of on the other side of like, it's a woman. Yeah. Maybe mom get out of here. I, I just felt like. Him aggressively oh, calling my like I felt that wasn't justified with a woman. Hey lady, get back. I'm gonna shut your mouth. Stay away. Come on, mom. Hey, don't get near my mom. Hey, you stay back. Get away. Whoa, you're it like you're coming like that maybe. Now, if it was a guy. A charging his mom, freaking absolutely, dude. Uh-huh. And he would doesn't even have to wait for her for you know that man to put hands, just aggressively coming at him and what you know and verbally expressing fight. Then absolutely, kid, freight train. If it was a guy, I'd have been like, oh, dude, <laughs> go for freight it. train him. See what happens. But you know, and if it was a guy coming after, I would have been on the other side. <laughs> just watch him. No, I mean, if a guy's charging a woman, I would have done, I'm oh. not going to stand there. I'm going to get involved. I'm not going to see a guy punch a woman, push a woman. I mean, just think of the stuff, be like, huh? Patriots, somebody just, you know, there was a fan that was killed. I never found out what yeah. actually happened to him, but over a fist fight, you know, one of the guys died. Yeah. But he had I a heart didn't attack. see anybody get hurt. He had a heart attack in that fight, one of the guys. Okay. So get your ass in shape. I'm sorry you died, but and stuff could happen. People are like, John's mean. Trans old and grumpy. I'm like, take care of yourself. I'm like, there's really no excuse. You have YouTube, you have so many things out there that you could do to take care of yourself. And if you're not, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't have a lot of respect for you. I'm sorry, I'm like, do something. Try to eat healthy, walk around the neighborhood. Stop just making excuses and get out and get after it. That is what we're about here at Clear Sky and RMSDF. So if you're looking for a place to train, check out clearsky.training for our online portal and rmsdf.com for a place here in Castle Rock, Colorado. If not, go vet different places in your town and what fits your philosophy because our philosophy is there is no way we want to be well-rounded we're not specialists because life will punish you if you just specialize in one thing all right guys i'm out of here